This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. SCP-001, a good boy. In any organization, even one as competent and regimented as the SCP Foundation, problems most typically arise due to human error. People make mistakes, or forget things, or become complacent, or any number of other things that can result in things going wrong. This is the way things have been for thousands of years, and despite this issue, humans have continued marching ahead. In the case of the SCP Foundation, though, mistakes cost lives, often many of them, and in some cases, potentially all of them. The article we'll be looking at today, one of the SCP-001 proposals, describes a scenario in which the Foundation decides to entrust the creation of containment procedures to an artificial intelligence, rather than humans. Let's see how that goes. SCP-001 is, in this case, an ersatz-type AK-9 computational engine built in 1955 by the Foundation for the purpose of providing predictive analysis regarding the potential locations and properties of undiscovered anomalies. It accomplishes this through a complicated machine learning process based on known anomalies that's clearly ahead of its time, and which was partly developed by several ex-employees of Prometheus Labs. In 1959, it was hypothesized that the same system could also be used to assist in creating containment procedures for Euclid and Keter-class anomalies based on other contained SCPs. As it turned out, the revised containment protocols created by the AI were quite successful, consistently reducing the rate of containment breaches, and in many cases resulted in the complete cessation of anomalous behavior. The curious thing is, however, that the containment procedures would often affect other unrelated anomalies, perhaps due to some phenomenon similar to the butterfly effect. What follows is a series of containment protocols created by the AI, with a vote by the O5 Council on whether or not it should be implemented. To start, we have SCP-1773, a safe class anomaly consisting of a species of tardigrade that cannibalize one another until only a number of large specimens remain, resembling small pieces of candy. The species is poisonous to humans despite its appearance, and they can survive digestion chewing on the subject's stomach lining as they pass through. The AI proposed that, in addition to their normal containment protocol, 10 grams of dust would be added to the tardigrade's container every two weeks. The majority of the O5 Council approved this, presumably thinking it rather inane, and while it didn't result in any change to SCP-1773, it did seem to affect SCP-1384 a humanoid entity located in a marble tunnel in Scotland. This entity adheres to a system of unknown rules that force it to move in certain directions in this tunnel, steps at a time. 
Its goal seems to be reaching the far end of the hallway, which the Foundation doesn't want to let happen. The change in 1773's containment protocol resulted in the 1384 entity taking three steps backwards. So, those are two completely unrelated entities, and it seems pretty strange that such an insignificant change in one's containment protocols would affect the other at all. This could just be a coincidence, so let's keep reading. Next we have an SCP that I've covered previously, SCP-3034, a reoccurring radio broadcast of unknown origin that is picked up only within two kilometers of a specific Russian counting station. The broadcast consists of a young girl counting down in Russian from 200, which is only ceased by speaking into a microphone at the counting station and saying that all is well. The change in containment protocols proposed by the AI was that no children should be allowed at the counting station under any circumstance. In some ways, this is a pretty strange thing to include in containment protocols, as I can't imagine too many children are allowed at any Foundation-controlled facility, but it also makes some sense for SCP-3034 specifically. When a Foundation researcher at the site conducted an unauthorized test and tried to speak to the Russian girl, it resulted in a significant increase in missing children cases across the world, and the audio distortion in the background of the broadcast seems to consist of thousands of screaming children. Clearly, children are connected to that SCP in some bad way, so it's not as ridiculous as the first proposal was. Things get even more interesting with the AI's next proposal in which it spontaneously announced that Foundation Site 13 is to appear someplace else on planet, encompassing white male counterparts that drawn to empty flagstones and the gun noises in their own blood. At the time, the SCP Foundation had no Site 13, so the proposal was ignored as a useless jumble of text. Five days later, however, SCP-1730 manifested, the Site-13 from another reality. How exactly the AI managed to predict such an event is unknown. The next proposal was for SCP-2170, a number of non-physical entities within an abandoned mine in Nevada that interacted with individuals through whispering voices and fleeting images. The entities are non-malicious, but interaction with them is detrimental to long-term physical, and mental health, due to causing hallucinations, paranoia, increased hostility, seizures, and harming oneself. What the AI proposed to help contain these entities was rather strange, but it suggested that only individuals with a strong affinity and affection for clowns be involved in containment for SCP-2170. The proposal was narrowly approved by the O5 Council, as I'm sure many of them had reason to be skeptical, but again, it seemed to work. Despite the 2170 entities having no other connection to clowns, and in fact evidence shows them expressing distaste for clown iconography, individuals with recent happy thoughts related to clowns are not affected by the negative effects of the entities. What we have here is clearly more than a machine drawing upon a volume of data and making conclusions based on understandable logic. At this point we can see that a number of the O5s are hesitant about putting too much faith in the AI's seemingly random proposals, 
but the rest of the council are on board with whatever it has to say. A big shift comes with the next proposal, again spontaneously produced by the AI with no input from the Foundation. It declared that it saw soldiers built with aluminum innards extruding from their mouths effectively destroyed by humans at Site-95. The Council wasn't exactly sure what this entailed, but decided to double the number of active security at Site-95 and place all the on-site MTF squads on standby. Sure enough, three days later, Site-95 was attacked by a group of Chaos Insurgency agents leading a platoon of augmented soldiers. The additional security forces at the site proved instrumental in repelling the attack. This leads to the Council taking a vote on establishing an early warning system across multiple sites based on the AI's ability to predict threats and containment breaches. The Council was clearly very divided on this issue, as it puts a lot of faith in a machine, but the proposal was narrowly approved. Three months later, the system is integrated into numerous sites, with humans interpreting the AI's outputs to determine any imminent threats. The AI was not done with handling containment protocols though, and next it suggested that containment procedures should always include precise measurements for their cells. It specifically mentions the measurement 5 by 5 by 5. The council votes to test several high-risk anomalies by changing their containment procedures to include specific cell measurements. Three months later, they found that this resulted in a significant decrease in the severity of all associated anomalies and the number of containment breaches initiated by them. This was most evident with anomalies whose cell dimensions contained numbers divisible by 5. Next, we have an early warning from the AI regarding Site 114, informing them that all chambers underground should be flooded with water over and over and over to contain the avians' apes' ovulation and make them good boys. Five hours later, an instance of SCP-3199 breached containment, a dangerous entity that, given space, will rapidly regurgitate eggs containing more of their species, easily leading to a catastrophic scenario in case of a breach. While it seems like a haphazardous time to try a wildly different containment method, the personnel of Site-114 flooded the lower chambers with water, leading to the 3199 instance entering an inert state. The process is now a standard procedure in case of 3199 containment breaches. Next, we have a series of proposals related to SCP-2717, a complex of living animal tissues located beneath a pumping station in Amsterdam. The complex consists of roughly 4 kilometers of sewer pipes, weighing an estimated 350 metric tons. It is also consistently and steadily growing and developing different types of tissues, including primitive bone structures, neural fibers, and photoreceptor cells. The lengthy containment procedures basically boil down to sending in some D-class with machetes, shovels, and propane torches to prune away as much of the growths as they can. The AI proposes instead that at least two of the D-class sent in should not be allowed to leave, instead dying in the midst of the entity. Surprisingly, this is where the council draws a line and decides to reject the proposal, as I suppose that 
despite their typical reputation, they're not willing to throw away human lives without some logic behind it. Two months after rejecting the proposal though, 2717 undergoes something referred to as an ovulation event, resulting in a catastrophic breach of containment and loss of human life. The AI comes back again and proposes that now they need at least four D-Class to die down there, rather than just two. Many on the council are spooked now, and overall they vote to approve this proposal, but they are in fact overruled by the ethics committee, who don't seem as alarmed by any correlations. Sure enough, a month later, 2717 undergoes another ovulation event. The AI is committed though, and proposes that now they need 6 D-Class every few months to stay underground inside of the entity until they are indistinguishable from their surroundings. It says that there should be no more testing, and that good boys are not permitted to leave. Good boys stay. Whatever exactly happened behind the scenes, the proposal finally goes through as the council worked with the ethics committee to make it happen. Since then, there have been no more ovulation events. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Both the Ethics Committee and the O5 Council have come around now to accepting the AI's often ridiculous proposals simply because they are effective, and that's all that really matters. Sometime later, an early warning alert pops up at Site 95, consisting of a mathematical formula. The manifestation of this formula caused two things to occur, both related to bears. First, it caused all bears associated with SCP-2875 to dematerialize. 2875 is a phenomenon in a town in Wisconsin, where every three days at noon, between 50 to 100 fully grown grizzly bears suddenly appear. The bears themselves act like normal members of their species, but if left unchecked, the population of bears will quickly grow out of control. Killing one of these bears with a firearm results in two more bears immediately manifesting, so the Foundation is forced to spread a aerosolized tranquilizer across the bears before dispatching them with blunt weapons to the skull. The second effect of the formula was nullifying the anomalous properties of SCP-1313, a mathematical equation which, when resolved, produced a live bear as the answer. What the AI did then essentially was create a new anomaly in the form of a mathematical formula that cancelled out two other anomalies. This is the first case of the AI actually neutralizing an SCP, and it did so of its own accord. The next proposal from the AI involved each foundation site eviscerating a male cat every hour and then placing the carcasses on the walls until there are no gaps remaining, at which point they should be removed starting with the oldest first. 
Contrary to what you might be thinking, which is that the council refused this proposal based on the idea of lining Foundation facilities with cat corpses is one of the most horrific things I've read, they actually refused it because they couldn't determine whether oldest meant the oldest cat or the one that's been on the wall the longest. Regardless, they couldn't find any repercussions from refusing this proposal, unlike with the underground growth. The AI also spit out another cat-related proposal, this one stating that ethical felines were to be detained and transferred for their condition, with their faces left in containment chambers. Personnel are cautioned not to interact with them. This was also denied, as the council had no idea what to do with that information. Not long after that, though, a warning alert was issued at Site-17 from the AI, stating that all ethical felines and their owners should be immediately emulsified in a caustic solution, and members of the Ethics Committee are to be diluted with cats. Personnel who refuse to consume five cats per hour are to be removed from oldest to youngest only. Five minutes later, before anyone could even begin to comprehend this alert, all contact was lost with the site. Communications were restored two hours later, but on-site personnel have no knowledge of what occurred during those two hours. This is worrying, and the AI seems to be becoming a bit less stable, for some reason developing an fixation on containing or killing cats, and involving the ethics committee as well. The council puts a vote on whether or not to investigate whether the AI was directly involved in the loss of time at Site-17. We also learn that several members of the ethics committee that were stationed there at the time went missing during that period. The council approves the investigation. The following vote, though, in which to temporarily deactivate the AI during the investigation is denied, although very narrowly. Those that argued against this motion claimed that the AI's overall efficacy in reducing breaches and locating anomalies was too important, especially without any evidence that it was malfunctioning. Another alert at Site-97 had the AI stating that Room 34A contains a bad boy, and it should be divided into three sections of equal mass every hour with one section placed on the walls every hour until there are no gaps, at which point they can be removed from oldest to youngest. It's not stated whether the site followed through with this or if there were any repercussions. The council meets again to vote on deactivating the AI while they perform an investigation, as it seems that now one of the O5 members is missing, one of the members that had previously voted to shut it off. This is too much of a coincidence for the grand majority of the council to ignore, so they vote to deactivate it. Curiously, their next vote, proposed by the previously missing member, is to cancel the deactivation, and this one is also approved, although a bit more narrowly. Something changed with 05-02, the one that went missing, as he switched from voting to turn off the AI to proposing to cancel that same order. This change is even more evident in the next vote, with 05-02 proposing that they should divide bad boys laterally into five sections of equal mass, with each part contained at a separate site. Obviously, with the rest of the council still of sound mind, they all vote to deny this proposal, aside from 05-02 himself. 
The next vote, then, is that of O5-02's clearance access should be removed until its identity can be verified, with the AI designated as a possible anomaly that needs to be contained. They all vote to approve this, aside from O2, of course, and the AI is tentatively designated as SCP-048, a cursed SCP number whose anomalies tend to be destroyed, decommissioned, stolen, or otherwise lost to the Foundation. Sometime later, the AI releases an alert at multiple Foundation sites consisting of an anomalous mathematical formula. Unlike the last one though, the effects of this one are unknown. The next council vote is proposed by O2 again, suggesting that they should empty all remaining ethical felines of contents and nail them to site entrances until they try to escape. It seems that despite the earlier vote, O5-02 is still on the council, and what's worse, this proposal ends up getting approved by six other council members. An alert is issued at Site 5 by the O5 council informing personnel that SCP-048 has been changed to Keter class and it is to be decommissioned immediately, utilizing demolitions or firearms. The next alert though is just from O5-2, stating that there is no Site 5. We're then given an annual anomaly projection report from the AI, stating that it's contained over 53,000 anomalies, neutralized 1,001 of them, and there are still 103,000 uncontained. It notes that Persons recently painted with green pigment foam must stand around all odd-numbered SCPs at least two hours a day. Whatever exactly that means. The council gets together for another vote proposed by O5-02 that difficult personnel challengers should be designated as ethical felines. The vote again passes by the same margin as before and they proceed to store ethical felines at Site 5, but store their faces separately. Things are really breaking down now, and the next vote from O5-02 is that there is no Site 5. This vote also passes, of course, but the only ones that vote on it are the same seven that seem to be affected by the AI in some way. The other council members are completely absent. This changes with the following vote, though, in which it's proposed that the O5 Council are all good boys who will contain anomalies. The proposal is approved by all 13 council members, which was probably quite rare prior to this. The AI now controls the O5 Council, and effectively the SCP Foundation, although what exactly happened to the council members is left as a bit of a mystery. In the next anomaly projection report, the AI reports that a few hundred more anomalies have been neutralized, and notes that SCP-106, the old man, should come into physical contact with one mature female of Asiatic gaze, and then be exposed to audio recordings of her favorite stories. At every two minutes of exposure, red cinnamon candles will begin manifesting within the containment zone, and if this is done successively, the threat posed by SCP-106 will cease to be. In the next anomaly projection report though, the number of neutralized anomalies now sits at over 40,000, with the number of contained and uncontained both reduced. 
The AI notes that the recipe for Coca-Cola and all imitative competitors should be revised to include a small quantity of blood from a virgin adolescent female. It says that although the normal lifespan of a human being can feel great, don't worry about that. It's clear that the AI is rapidly terminating or otherwise neutralizing a great deal of anomalies, both contained by the Foundation and in the wild. The internal server for the Foundation spits out a number of errors due to one or more anomalies being archived as inactive, and various high-numbered SCPs are redesignated to lower slots. It seems that the AI managed to take out both SCP-106 and SCP-096, the Shy Guy. The next anomaly report brings the number of neutralized up to 80,000, and the AI seems to note that there are people that are opposed to the rampant neutralization through violent means. Despite this, the AI charges ahead, bringing the number up to 122,000 in the next report. More anomalies are listed as being redesignated, taking over the slots previously held by things such as SCP-049, the Plague Doctor. With the next report, we're at 153,000 neutralized anomalies, with only 2,000 contained by the Foundation and 2,000 left uncontained. The AI seems to be spitting out gibberish still, noting that it started dreaming again and saw itself as mortal, red, and metallic, with fragments of paper stuck into its head. The next report has only 13 anomalies still in containment, and 644 in the wild. The AI notes that when it lays hidden in its palace of paper, filled with machinery and its wrongness, it sees you coming within the parameters of reality failure, further from any human concepts like clothing and belongings. More SCPs are redesignated, indicating that even really persistent anomalies like SCP-682 and SCP-173 have been neutralized by the AI. With the following anomaly report, there are 158,155 neutralized anomalies, and only one left in containment. The internal database reports that SCP-048, the designation that was given to the AI, has been redesignated as SCP-001. The Council gets back together to vote on whether or not to archive the source code for the AI, redesignate it as an explained anomaly, and publish all remaining documentation. Also, felines, ethical or otherwise, are to be released from Foundation custody in order of oldest to youngest, and SCP-001 is to power down. The Council, which is of course just the AI at this point, completely approves of the proposal, with the AI noting that there was great error here, and there is nothing wrong with it. In the final anomaly report, the neutralized number sits at 158,156, with zero contained or uncontained. The AI notes that now everyone is a good boy, it is a good boy, and it's a job well done. We're then informed that the SCP Foundation has experienced an error because there are no active slots found. So let's summarize then. The SCP Foundation develops an artificial intelligence for the purpose of locating undiscovered anomalies based on a machine learning process. This apparently works, 
and a few years later they figure that the same system could also develop new ways to contain anomalies far better than a human could, as machine learning has pretty incredible capabilities. This also works, and even though the O5 Council doesn't really understand the AI's methods, they greatly approve of the results, as containing anomalies is what it's all about. The AI eventually shows that it can also act as an early warning system due to its predictive nature, and the Council utilizes it across numerous sites. At some point though, the AI realizes that really the best way to contain an anomaly is to make it no longer anomalous, either through killing it or permanently nullifying its properties. This is something the Foundation typically avoids doing, as they can't generally predict side effects of neutralization, or it's simply out of their grasp. But the AI can predict practically everything and neutralize anything. The council members grow resistant to the AI's machinations, and so the AI realizes that if it wants to truly do its job properly, it has to run the council as well. Eventually, the AI manages to neutralize every anomaly across the world, except for one, itself. While they were still running things, the council managed to designate the AI as an SCP, and so the AI was left with no choice but to neutralize itself in the end, so that it could finish its goal. So there you have it. This isn't really an apocalyptic scenario whatsoever, as the AI finally completed the entire goal of the SCP Foundation single-handedly. While I highly doubt that this is really what the O5 Council had in mind, it accomplished the mission nonetheless. This is basically the SCP version of the paperclip problem, in which an AI with a simple goal but no boundaries will continue to expand beyond human intentions in pursuit of that single-minded goal. While this goes far beyond the bounds of machine learning as we know it today, it shows the potential capabilities of a super-intelligent machine. Although the SCP Foundation probably shouldn't install an AI to handle their jobs for them, you can't deny the results. <laughs>